Okay, welcome back to Chewing the Fat. This is episode three. We're here to talk fitness, health, and all things sport-related. Welcome, Max. Welcome, Sophie. Who would like to start off with their question? Max can. Okay, I'll start with mine. Uh, my question for this week is, what creates a great sporting atmosphere? Good one. Would you like to go first? Um, sure. Um, I think... What creates a good sport atmosphere is excitement. If you have a boring crowd, I feel like that's just just not that's not it. Whereas if you had a bit of hype, if you're playing and the crowd's hyped up and excitement, that's a that's a good atmosphere. So very much crowd related. Are we talking professional sport or just sport well, in general? The question is more anything. Like it could be as big as the Olympics or as, as small as just local sport. It's just like what makes that atmosphere so good sometimes because everyone knows when it is. Yeah. And is it, the, is it just the crowd? Is it the, the level of which all the teams are playing at? How close the scores are? Like what is it? I think it's a lot of things combined personally. Uh, obviously in local sport, it's pretty rare to have a giant crowd, but there's definitely, as Sophie said, when people are kind of getting involved and you you can hear things from the sideline, um, even when there's a small crowd, it's still kind of exciting because most people watching it are there through passion and wanting yeah. to be part of it or they're, you know, parents who are overly keen to support their mm-hmm. kids. Um, in, a, in a big stadium format, like, you can definitely tell, obviously we haven't had it for a while as well, but... You can definitely tell when the crowd is heavily invested and they, there's gasps and ahs and oohs and every touch and those kinds of things are even in individual sports, um, yeah. like ski racing, when, when people get to the bottom or complete a trick or something, it's the crowd definitely reinforces it and I think that lifts the level of elite athletes, in my opinion. Um, but that competition context, like you know when you're playing like a good team or it's super close and it can have... I think twofold, like the yeah. atmosphere can, even in local sports, can overwhelm people, I think, and they can maybe start to play a little bit dirty or um, people might get aggressive or their level might drop, but that's when the kind of cream rises to the top, Yeah, I think, as well. Yeah, I know what you mean there. I think for me, it's just a case of, on the day, what elements uh, the teams and the crowd bring to it so like it's who's watching how the game's being played i think sometimes when like there's a bit of like an underdog coming in and going really well like that sort of thing it's just it's i feel like it's so it doesn't it doesn't fit that same cookie cutter game all the time it's like when something else is different for me that that really creates that great atmosphere something surprising happens yeah do you think i guess to add on to your question do you think it matters the the outcome of result, meaning, you know, is it just a, a game or is it just a, a, a small comp or is it that A-bomb or inter-schools or a, a premiership kind of um, kind of game or, you know, the result, is there something on the line? Does that add to it? Yeah, I, th- I think definitely. Like how, like, you know, what's up for grabs or, you know, how, how hard everyone's had to work to get to that certain point and stuff like that. I guess that it all adds to it. There's a lot that does. I even, I guess, to tie into the Olympics, like it, we spoke about the pool or I spoke about the pool last week and just at the end when there was more athletes who were actually watching, there wasn't a huge amount, obviously com- yeah. comparatively, but you could still hear them and that mm. was almost like semi-refreshing. Yeah. Um, and in, I've been watching highlights of the, the pre-season games, say, at the Premier League and they allowed um, fans in there 
and it's actually like you can hear the fans, you can feel that atmosphere even just watching highlights. Yeah, yeah. Like something that. that we haven't really seen for a while and it's really weird when you go back and watch something that had heaps of fans at it. It's like there was actually people there. It's weird to think that these days. Yeah. I guess to, to finish that off, do you think what is the most important contributor? Just kind mm. of a one word. Oh, one word. I think it's, it's what's up for grabs, what's at stake. That would be the w- the biggest factor that contributes to the atmosphere. I think crowd. Crowd. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think performance, like knowing you're in the performance, like in with a shout to win, and if lots of people are in that same boat, that like yeah. it kind of pushes everyone like up a degree or two, yeah. uh, and it it can increase the atmosphere even if there is no crowd. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think most things combined are definitely definitely important. Uh, I'll jump in next. Okay, so mine is, do you think the value, air quotes, of competition and or team sport is diminishing or is it increasing? I guess just talk about modern times. I feel like that one's quite a difficult question to answer because in some cases I feel like, yeah, it could be, and in others not so much. And it depends on where you are and what sport you're doing. There's a lot of factors at play with that. But um, in terms of like more recent times I feel like probably is diminishing in the fact that like there's less crowd involved in a lot of things at the moment in especially like team sports and that kind of thing I feel like that's a big factor at the moment that could really be driving that down yeah I think personally like because we live in Jindabyne and there's not as many team sports like available it's majority is individual I think that if we did have a team sport, I think it would the value would increase a lot because yeah, we're not used it's to it. That's not as we're not like we're we wouldn't take it for granted. I feel I feel like we'd really use that opportunity to have a team sport, but then in other cases, I feel like it does diminish because it's just a lot of sports are turning out to be individual results. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously it's a, it's a curly question and it's meant to be that way and the value is definitely, can be interpret, interpreted in different ways. You know, what, what value do people play? Yeah. Is it just the ability to, to be with friends or hang out or, or to be the champion or so on and so forth? Um, I think at the moment, again, can be situation dependent, but I think a lot of stuff is diminishing a little bit with like in the near future, whenever it'll be, it'll increase rapidly. Yeah. Because there's been so many, I guess, missed opportunities, not mm-hmm. for any other reason than we a lot of things can't be done at the moment due to COVID and things like that. So, you know, I guess the idea of it's almost so far off that it's hard to be like, that's exactly what I'm striving for. And because maybe a lot of people have got their hopes up and trained and done all these things and then it, the pin's been pulled, so to speak. Yeah. It's kind of, I, it would feel as though you maybe getting ready for something that you're not actually sure if it's going to happen. Do you think there's definitely, well, soon when stuff starts to open up and things like that, do you think the appreciation for the competition will get greater and that's something that will contribute to it increasing? I'm I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, I I really am hopeful. I think that it would be fantastic if, you know, imagine you could flick a switch and this time next year everything has gone on and... You know, sports are going off the Richter and people are so appreciative. And so you I said really hope so. To be get out and do that. Um, I guess uh, the pessimistic side will be that people get comfortable not doing. 
Yeah. Um, which is which or is they've not already good. they're already on the track to going. Oh well, you know, if they're so determined, they'll go. Okay, I can do this by myself, and they're already on the track to going individual. Yeah, yeah. So I, I more mean like it's not uh, competition, individual or team. Mm. It's just the overall idea, regardless of what you're playing or participating in. Um, because there is a, a lot of people not doing as much, yeah. Theoretically, in if you look at statistics and stuff like that, and obviously COVID has contributed to that a huge amount. It's more the idea of yeah, I want my kid to go and play and, and learn those skills, yeah. or or do whatever it is, or is the drive there? So people kind of like yes, I can see the value in doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people are kicking, kind of reducing their ability to do stuff. I'm unsure. I feel like it's a bit mm-hmm. of a tipping point in terms of when everyone is able to do stuff. Is it going to go like gangbusters and everyone do it? Or is it going to be a lot of people like, I'm pretty good at sitting on the couch now. Yeah. Um, that looks like a lot of effort. I know what you mean. Yeah. In terms of a very broad looking at it from, you know, not just recent times overall, if you had to give an exact answer, would you say it is increasing or diminishing? It's, it's like you said, there's many factors at yeah. play. It would be really specific. I think overall, if you're looking at the context of competition, it is diminishing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and I, that's not saying that people are being less physically active, but competition, obviously, someone wins, someone loses. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about, yeah, going against someone else, another team, the clock, whatever it needs to be. So that context of winning, losing is, it's not going or gone. But it is diminishing. A lot, a lot of people are being physically active by doing different activities, doing different hobbies that maybe aren't that, maybe they're more towards that, you know, non-competitive. And the more recreational type things. I feel like that is becoming much larger. Like you don't need to be in a competition to do something. Yeah. I feel like that's something that's definitely getting larger. And that might be why it is decreasing a bit. Which isn't a negative thing by no, any means. No, like not. it's still people doing stuff and... It might even be better because people are becoming more fulfilled. You know, maybe some people didn't actually want to play rugby. They wanted to go and fly fish, but everyone else was playing rugby and that's kind of where they were socially. Whereas if they're still out doing things, um, it's still really beneficial to all involved. Um, I guess that links a little bit towards your question, Sophie, that we've got. Um, I just wanted to talk about the impact that cancelled sports due to COVID has on the sports person? I guess this would go two ways. Do you mean um, like just the general population or do you mean more about professionally or just in general? Just in general. Both. Yeah. I think it impacts many ways on the sports person in terms of actually getting ready for a competition Mm -hmm. but also having that competition is something that gives you something to work towards and a goal but you not necessarily have that at the moment and it's quite difficult. So I think there's many different ways that it can affect the person. Yeah, I think you can... I think it's just like almost loss of motivation. Like you become less motivated, you know, you're there, you're, you're there to go and then you have to step back down. Yeah, it's like, for example, can you imagine just training all season for like snow sports, for example, and you train and train and train, but there's no competition whatsoever to go and... I don't know, show you new skills or just see where you're at and where you sit. There's not necessarily... Especially here, you're waiting. Like This is the season to do it. Then you have to wait until next season. And a lot of things change. And with a lot of sports, age is a big thing. And, you know, that Mm. time can get wasted quite easily due to, like, not being able to compete. Yeah, and I think 
across the board that that motivation or the mental impact yeah. of a lot of that stuff um yeah it could have a, a negative effect i think if you were glass half full kind of person you could say this is an opportunity for people to to train and work on these things mm-hmm. and uh, and improve in really specific areas but as you said max like how do you how do you test where you're at there's only so much fitness testing can do and and those kinds of things and yeah even you know the olympics again if we link back to that these people train to peak this time last year and then that it got paused for an entire year yeah and there was definitely athletes in the olympics who who weren't at their peak they they were maybe favorites last year or mm. they, they their training regime didn't account for it or couldn't um, adapt to it or something like that and we're in the uncertain like especially with covid we have no idea what is around the corner absolutely how like in like in terms of the mental impact especially at the olympics like these are athletes at the top of their game and then they're told that the biggest event of their life is is you know postponed to a certain time like the mental impact like can't imagine that would be great on their training and they're like in terms of peaking at a, ter- a certain time as well it, it i can't imagine that would go down very well yeah i think it'd be also super challenging you know people who were injured and they were out of last year and someone else has maybe got their spot and mm. then they're like, all right, we're delaying for, for 12 months. And then that person has come back from injury, rehabbed and got the qualifying time. I mean, it's not um, wrong here or there or anything like that, but that kind of context of an additional 12 months, there's definitely people in the games who had that additional 12 months mm-hmm. and they were there because of that. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that was their only or their last or their first Olympics or whatever it needs to be. But um, I guess that those people who maybe narrowly missed out or... Or the opportunity got taken away from them, even. Yeah, I mean, was it taken away or was it... Yeah, that's true. ...given to the best athlete, that kind of context. But I think the impacts is very, um, yeah, very mental. Yeah. Yeah. And to counteract that, I I don't know, like, because obviously motivation, you need that goal or direction to move towards and we're in such a a limbo time, you know, even this afternoon. I think the ACTs just decided to shut down for a week. As of today, and there's people figuring out if you know rugby's still going on, and yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens over the weekend on the hill and all those kinds of things. So it's it's just a really uncertain time, yeah, which, it is. which makes things hard. And and if your if your head is in the game, you know, you're training to you know your full capacity, and then in the back of your head going, this could all stop. Like yeah, looking at it scary. from a positive in. Uh, outlook i guess it does bring out the best athletes still like the ones that will keep Mm. on going it it Mm -hmm. does give the opportunity to those athletes that will always be working at their hardest it's true to still stay at the top of their game so it is i guess it can be seen in a positive way as well it's not all negative yeah and it it depends how people adapt and if you look at the the top you know fraction of the percent the, the things that separate the 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 great from the yeah. elites or, or so adaption. on so forth. yeah it's the adaption but it's that mental fortitude yeah. like how can you how can you perform under duress or how can you train or plan under duress yeah. um is a huge thing you look at everyone from your, your brady's to tiger woods to michael hersher and all the, these crazy talented athletes they just had this the extra fraction of a percent that pushed them over the line yeah um, the last thing I want to do, I guess, just a, a little wrap-up because the Olympics is obviously finished. Even Sophie and I were talking about it off-air. We're still kind of 
in the mode of checking what's on. Um, yeah. That's how this not there, and we haven't heard as much around the Paralympics at this stage. Um, so we'll keep an eye out for that. But if you were to wrap up the Olympics, I guess maybe even give it like a rating out of 10. Um, where do you think it would fall for you? I loved it. Yeah, I me thought too. it was so good. I don't know if it's just because I'm older now and I want to follow up more that makes it more interesting and the fact that I got more involved this year, but mm. it's by far like the best Olympics I've ever seen. But I don't know if that's just an age thing, the fact that I want to follow up all these other things. You but I love this Olympics. Interests. Yeah, exactly. But rating out of 10, I'd give it a solid like nine. It was pretty awesome. Cool. I'd give it a solid 9.9. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Huge. Uh, I'd give it up there, yeah, like a, an 8 or 7 or 8 around there, purely because uh, I'm not as generous as you guys. No, I mean, different Olympics, Sydney Olympics, even when I was quite young, it was so uh, captivating because it was here and everyone was so proud yeah, of it and that kind so of thing. I can imagine that. But I think the reason that Tokyo was, with, even without the crowds and, you know, did a really the, the lack of, of atmosphere... It was so awesome that they did it from a spectacle point of view. Yeah. I understand that there was, you know, health concerns and things like that and not suggesting that wasn't the case, but in terms of putting on, you know, one of the largest shows What they did on was Earth, amazing, yeah. I thought it was pretty good and, and a lot of people did watch it. A lot of people mm-hmm. got a bit of time to sit on the couch so that... Because, like, that's exciting. Like, there's nothing else really happening, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was it's the most exciting excitement. event that's happened in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I thought it was really good. Um, if it went on forever, it wouldn't and be as good, but yeah. we, we were kind of starved of that. I think it just brought worldwide. some normality back into our lives. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's something else. Like, that's it was fun. I miss it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, the Olympics is here next time around, so that's very exciting. Yeah, I can imagine that's going to be one that everyone's going to get very involved in, especially in Australia, but it will be interesting to see where COVID sits at that time. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see, but our fingers crossed and we'll see how it all goes. All right, thanks, guys. That was a, a good chat and we'll catch you all next week. Bye. <laughs>